Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, it is sad to see the way things have gone for Trey Lance and hopefully a change of scenery and he can sort of revive his career. Just big picture on the Niners. Some people have been high on them, even thinking maybe they'll go to the Super Bowl. On this show, we kind of tend to think the latter. We're looking to fade them with the tough schedule, quarterback questions, all of that. Where do you lie on this 49ers team? I'm still pretty hot on the 49ers. I think they're clearly one of the two, three best teams in the NFC, probably one of the five best teams in football. My big concern, though, is it's they're starting to get a little bit old. George Kittle looks long in the tooth. Debo Samuel doesn't quite have the athleticism that you're looking for him anymore. Bosa's a year older, so... You know, what we've seen the last two seasons is pretty much the same squad. It doesn't matter who's back there for quarterback, although I think Purdy will be just fine. But we've seen time and time again, whether it be a rookie quarterback or a cheap quarterback like Purdy, that just allows you to have so much more talent up and down the roster. So I'm still pretty bullish on them, but I am in the back of my head trying to remind myself this is an old team. Let's wait and see how it goes. If they can make it through the year healthy, they're still going to be really competitive. I understand, uh, you know, you and several others being bullish on the 49ers in part because the NFC seems insanely weak with the exception of a couple of other teams. But if there is, say, a dark horse somewhere outside of the 49ers, the Eagles, you know, the, the usual suspects, is there a team you're looking at where you feel like a conference future is appropriate? So I wish I have a bad answer for this question because it's whoever's going to win the NFC South. And I don't know who that is yet at this point. Um, <laughs> you look at the New Orleans Saints, uh, that team could be really interesting with Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I think the Carolina Panthers, um, you know, if they can get anything out of that rookie quarterback to start early, if he can just be fine, that's a team that has a lot of depth there. So I'm going to be watching a lot of those games. Again, the Atlanta Falcons, I, I I don't think Desmond Ritter is going to be any good, but a lot of people seem to think he might be. And that team is so talented that that maybe he doesn't have to be great. That's actually a team I hope the trades for Trey Lance. So whoever is able to come out of that um, NFC South conference is going to have a real, I'm sorry, division going to have a real shot, I think, at the NFC title. There's a lot of solid defenses in there. Right now, if I had to pick anybody, I'm going to go with Carolina. I think that based on what they did last year, based on, again, that depth. When you have that rookie quarterback, you can have so much talent up and down the roster. Uh, that's what I'd be looking for. So try to find a team in the NFC South, and I think they will be pretty much undervalued for at least the first five, six weeks. So we've got some time. Well, you know who doesn't appear to have a lot of time is Jonathan Taylor. There's now a deadline of <laughs> next Tuesday, which is a bit silly, but apparently or reportedly there is a market for him. Handful of teams, about six teams are interested. How do you see this situation panning out? I don't understand the deadline. I, I kind of hope it gets the deadline and then they trade him like the next day anyway. It's 
it yeah. seems like just this really bizarre situation. And maybe that's what we've come to expect with Jim Ursay. He finds a way to make these things weird. But uh, Jonathan Taylor's great. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL. Whatever team he's going to go to immediately will be better. Now, will they be better in a way that really moves their championship odds? Probably not. Um, I'd like to see him maybe end up in a team like Miami, where they're just, I think, that one piece away from having arguably the most dynamic offense in the NFL. But I'm excited. I hope he gets out of Indianapolis because the NFL is more fun when Jonathan Taylor's got uh, opportunities to run around. Certainly is. Health questions, of course, uh, are a big deal as far as, uh, you know, his status and future is concerned. So, yeah, th- this will be uh, in- interesting, to say the least. Uh, when it comes to week one games, uh, anything stand out to you as far as bets that you have placed right now? Still looking into that. Let me just pull open the odds quickly. Um, there has finally started to be some movement there. I think, honestly, one of my favorite bets, and this will probably be a bet I make every single week, the Detroit Lions team total over. That offense is going to be spectacular this year. I mean, that team is going to be putting up 30 points, I believe, regularly. They start against the Kansas City Chiefs team that historically has started the season a little bit slow. The defense hasn't been very good that early. So I like a Lions team total over. I think that's a really nice play. And then talking about the NFC South again, you've got the Panthers and the Falcons here. I'm not sure why the Panthers are getting the hook here on the three and a half, but that's a really nice number there. So two spots already that have stuck out to me. I'm going to wait a little bit on the Lions team total over, but I think I'm going to have some Panthers plus three and a half at some point today. Mm, I love it. Um, will you be betting much on the preseason the rest of the way? We're almost winding down here a couple weeks away from the regular season. Are you just kind of watching things or are you getting in on the action? Very little action in the preseason for me. I know that some people do really well attacking this, to be perfectly frank. I don't know college football well enough to know who a lot of these guys are coming in. So for me, the preseason is all about trying to figure out who's getting reps, which quarterbacks do they like, which running backs do they like, and you know what receivers are kind of sticking out a little bit more. So it's more just trying to get through that and just praying that everybody I've drafted on fantasy teams doesn't get hurt. That's fair. That's fair. Are are there first team starters uh, you'll be looking at as far as trying to acquire more information, seeing how they gel, things like that? Yeah, I really want to try to figure out what's going on in Tampa Bay. That's a team where, um, you know, it seems like Kyle Trask is going to be the quarterback there. So who has he really gotten comfortable with? Because you still have two very talented wide receivers and Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. They've got a couple nice tight ends there, guys like Cade Otten. Um, Cade Otten was a great first touchdown scorer guy last year. And then what they've got at the running back piece, because that's a team in Tampa Bay where The defense looks old, mostly a run defense, which means teams are going to be able to pass the ball on them. And if the offense can be good, not only are those games going to be fun to watch, it's going to be a great opportunity to bet on touchdowns, to play overs, to play team total overs. So I've really been trying to keep an eye on Tampa Bay to figure out who Trask trusts the most and whether or not that team can really be a good offense with some of the skill position players they have. How do you rate the Jets and Aaron Rodgers? Uh, It's going to be interesting. He's obviously up there in age. They've got a lot of talent. Are you expecting them to do much this season? Are you looking to fade them? How do you rate them overall? I know we're always supposed to fade the hard knocks team, but if they can find a way to get that offensive line together and keep Aaron Rodgers upright, it should be a fun football team. They've Good on defense where you want to be good. Great corners, solid secondary. They've got some edge rushers. Again, the wide receivers are pretty good. They've got a great running back room. But 
can Aaron Rodgers stay upright? We'll see. It's going to be really tough. Um, I can't remember if they talked to Jason Peters or not, but it looks like he's willing to play. They should just be looking for any opportunity to get some big bodies in there. And if the offensive line is solid, it could be a really good team, but I am a little dubious of that. So I think at first I'm going to kind of stay away from the Jets, see how the offensive line shakes out. And if it looks rough early, it's full season fade on New York. A lot of folks have been betting the over on the Chiefs win total of 11 and a half. Am I lazy for just loving that over as well because of Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid and company? Probably. I mean, if that's really your only reason, yes, but it's really tough. That schedule is brutal. They have to play the first place teams in every AFC division, which is a loaded schedule. That means they've got the Bengals. They've got the Bills. Their division itself is pretty solid. So I worry about the schedule there a little bit. I came basically right out on that number. I've got them at almost 12 wins, a little closer to the 11 and a half. So I get it. I mean, Andy Reid's arguably the best NFL coach of besides Bill Belichick, basically, over the last 15 to 20 years. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now, so easy to be bullish there, but in general, you want to look for unders on these regular season win totals, and especially when it's a public team like Kansas City. Yeah, it's a good point. Is there a team that you are higher on that maybe people aren't thinking about, a team that you're kind of excited about or maybe even placed a future on that uh, isn't getting a lot of buzz? Uh, We talked about the NFC South already, and because I can't quite pick a team there, I'll I'll go a little further down the list. And the Broncos, I know that we were all sick of, uh, I'm sorry, Russell, I was going to say Russell Westbrook for some reason. That's probably a really bad Freudian slip there. We're sick of him too, actually. uh, (laughs) Russell Wilson had a really rough season last year. Let's hope that he took the offseason to get healthy. He's looked a little bit better in some of the tape that I've seen. Sean Payton is really going to come in and bring, honestly, an adult attitude, which I think is really what you needed in that locker room. And it's still the same, really deep, really talented team from last year. So if Russell Wilson can be average, and again, it feels like this is exactly what I said a year ago at this time. All Russell Wilson has to do is be average, and this should be a great team. And you saw it. I mean, I can't imagine a team has ever lost more games, giving up less than 20 points than the Denver Broncos last year. So we're all a little quiet on them. I think people have, you know, kind of talked themselves through all their Sean Payton angles and are sick of writing about it. But I think the Broncos are a little underpriced for sure. You mentioned looking for unders when it comes to these win totals. What is an under or maybe a couple of unders that stand out to you? I think the Jets, again, are a really solid under there. Um, it just happens every year. These hard knocks teams get bet up. People get really excited. They're very excited for Aaron Rodgers. And I think more often than not, this Jets team is probably coming a little bit under their number. If you can find some alt-unders, too, again, there is a lot of fragility there. So I don't mind that look at all. The Miami Dolphins, I just hate to say this, but given what we know about Tua um, and the problems that he's had staying healthy, uh, you know, again, I hope he doesn't get another concussion. We know how dangerous that stuff can be, but it seems to be once you get your first, your second comes quicker, your third comes quicker, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's another team, the Dolphins, where things are really fragile. Once he goes out, there's not a quarterback on that roster that can take advantage of that great team. So everybody seems to be projecting them as if, you know, we're going to see Tua for at least 15, 16 games, but I'm dubious of that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. I want to move on to the U.S. Open. That'll be so much fun because on the men's side, Djokovic and Alcaraz have been going back and forth. We saw Alcaraz beat Djokovic at Wimbledon. That was an exciting final there. And then uh, Djokovic just beat Alcaraz. So therefore now he is a teeny tiny slight favorite to win the U.S. Open. They're basically co-favorites, if you will, but it, it, it has moved back and forth. So who do you like in this one? One of my favorite parts about tennis, and a lot of other sports have post-game interviews and stuff, but there's usually time for the players to wind down. When you win a tennis match right at the end of the final, you have five minutes. They drag your butt out on court, and I love some of the stuff you get to hear them say. And listening to Novak Djokovic talk about Carlos Alcaraz, I think has been fascinating over the last couple of weeks because you know Djokovic came into that Wimbledon, I think, really believing that he was the much better player, and in a way, I think Alcaraz has kind of reinvigorated him, which should make for a really fantastic final. Unfortunately, the rest of the tournament, especially from betting opportunities, is a little tough. The U.S. Open is generally a tournament where after nine months of the physical grind of a tennis season, of all this international travel, you tend to see a couple you know, interesting names. The last three winners on the men's side were first-time Grand Slam winners, but I think it does come down to Djokovic and Alcaraz, and I'm just going to go with youth. I mean, Alcaraz is having a ton of fun. He's playing his best tennis, um, and he knows how big of a moment this is. I think beating Djokovic at Wimbledon was huge, so I think you do have to pick between the top two, and I'll go with the younger Spaniard. 
Uh, on the women's side, uh, Iga Sviatic, uh plus 110 uh, to win that side. And then after that, you know, Sabalenka plus 650 on BetMGM. And then uh, things get a good bit steeper from there. I wonder if the women's side is also dealing with a similar dynamic where maybe there's a second player you can bet on. Uh, but ultimately, because you're dealing with hard courts uh, and, you know, sometimes there's volatility toward the end of the season. But, you know, Sviatic is playing at a certain level where, you know, she may be, you know, lapping the field a little bit. Yeah, generally, that is the case. However, she has struggled for the last couple of years at this time of the season. Again, that physical grind is really tough. And uh, she really enjoys either courts that are very fast or very slow. And what you get at the U.S. Open is kind of a middle ground. Um, it's really good hardcore tennis. But I think you can basically skip her at the top, go a little further down. Somebody like Jessica Pagula and some other big numbers are worth it. Good stuff, good stuff. Alice Christensen, a.k.a. Noobs, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board and preview Fire Festival 2. Oh, I can't wait. It's right here on the BetQL Network. <laughs>